Hello and welcome to this special episode of your Sports Memo Podcast. My name is Calvin Emeka Onka. It is my privilege to be presenting this and also to have you listen to us. Sometime this week on social media, I saw a video of the players in the tunnel just before the 1994 FIFA World Cup final. There was a close-up of Brazil's Romario with Italy's Baju uh, in the background, seemingly looking at the Brazilian. Um, the caption under the post um, seemed to imply that Roberto Baggio was intimidated by Romario. I found that absolutely ridiculous. So I started, to, I started thinking of how many really great players we have seen over the years. So today, I've been able to gather my friends from way back and a few not so far back who have watched um, the game with me in this episode. So with me in the pod uh, in Abel Kuta Tunji Oke in um, Lagos, I've got really, really good old friends um, who go way back. Um, Obafela Bankulemo, I love his name. Obafela, really do. Uh, it's a unique, it's a unique name to me. Really unique. Uh, it's not a name I, I ever heard before until I heard it from him. Uh, and also in Lagos is my brother, Shola S. Larry Ayipeku of the um, Lagos State Sports Sports Commission. Um, in London with me is Yomi. Yomi, um, God knows which. I'm surprised that he's in this part of Europe. Yomi is all over Europe. He has a, has a, world, a world-class passport. Um, gentlemen, I thank you uh, for being on the show. So I... But I start with Tunji, who um, got us, us rolling uh, with his first three, with his first three names. Okay, I said I'm going to choose five players, but yeah. for some of them, I'm going to do like a comparison as well, and you know maybe give a reason why I chose them, a particular person, and not and not and not the other. No, 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 no! You can't. We don't I, have time. I, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so I, I'm so I'm first we will be Thuram, Daniel Alves and um and uh Redondo and Redondo, yeah. No no you're feel free to describe the qualities that you love, not just not the comparative part. Oh, oh, okay. Alright, so let me start with let me start with Lily and Thuram. Uh now we've we've seen a lot of defenders in the in the modern era, right? And if there was a, a checklist for what a model defender should be for mm. me, that is Lilian Thuram. First of all, what I like most about him is he was a very physical player, you know, physically endowed. Mm. But I always look for players like that who don't throw it around. That's not the first thing he offers. Mm. He was a defender of excellence. And for someone his size, very smooth and very light on his feet. Now, originally, you know, he was he was a fullback before he moved into centre back position. Right? But I I just felt that individually, and when I look at defenders as well, I don't look at you know what they can do on the one on the one on ones. Individually, we all know what you know he could do. If we remember properly as well, he belonged to two of the best defensive units in the modern era. Mm. First at Parma. 
and then Juventus with Cannavaro and Buffon, and then of course um, with the French national team, right from 1998 and then 2000, right. And he was just a player who, you know, he, he literally had no weakness, literally had no weakness, and that's why he, he's he's definitely in that in that list for me. I selected players based on who I would have loved to sign if I was a club coach and I had, you know, I was in charge of one of the big, the big teams with with a, with a very large budget. So definitely, I would have signed um, a, a, a two round. Um, right. Now for it for Redondo, it was a trade off between Redondo and Yaya Toure. I'm going to cheat. I know you said I shouldn't put up time. Mm. It was a trade off between both of them. Yaya Toure reminds me of one of those players at local level, right? Whose, whose, um, whose reputation begins to grow by word of mouth. There is this person, there is this particular mm. type of player. Let us go yeah. and see him. Let us go and see him. You know, because mm. he, as a craftsman, he was absolutely wonderful to watch. And when I mean wonderful to watch, he's one of those players you can actually tell people, you know, get your notebook, get your notebook and start to write watch and write because you can see the brain once again another player despite his size that wasn't what he offered first you could see the brain ticking the brain just ticking every single time the brain just ticking every single time so that was him and of course he's also one of the best penalty takers i've ever seen if you remember the first afcon uh the second afcon victory of Cote d'Ivoire, the penalty yeah. that he took in that, in that shootout is one of the best i have seen in my life because it was taken with little backlift yep. and there was hardly a run-up. It was a side foot, but it hit it with so much power. I have never seen anything like that. Anyway, shifting from Raturi, I'm going to Redondo. Redondo was as perfect as finding a midfielder. And I think it was um I think it was Capello who said something like Redondo as a footballer, he helped coaches, right? He helped coaches to the extent that there was very little to tell him, something in that direction. Now, I should also say this, I am a hardcore Barcelona fan, <laughs> Barcelona and Newcastle, right? But I have to admire somebody who played for the enemy, being Real Madrid. And Redondo was part of that re-emergence of Real Madrid to the top of the tree. You know, whether we like it or not, you know, the Barcelona fans, they are the emperors of Europe, the European you, Cup. I don't like calling it Champions League, the European Cup. True Barcelona fan, are you sure? Are you sure? Yes, yes, I am, I am. You could call it that Newcastle is the wife and Barcelona Just is the Just pulling your legs, pulling leg. <laughs> Yeah, so, so Redondo was... I, I, in 98, there were many other great players in the United States, there were many other great players in the United team. And by 2000, he had emerged as, as, as a leader. Right? But even for Argentina, I remember when we played them in 1994, when he, he took, you know, people say Maradona, yeah, but when he took over the game, they couldn't get near him, our players. See, I, I, I was tweeting about that match. I tweeted about that match sometime Last year, I remember saying that Redondo, my tweet, I said Redondo used us to train in that game. Yes. Redondo yes. just used us to train. He yes. was he was that good that day. He made it he made it look simple. In my in mm. my all-time midfield, it would be 
not Busquets, it will be a redondo because for me, you don't take Xavi and Iniesta individually, you take them as a pair. So it will be that pair and redondo behind me. I welcome anybody to come and challenge me. The third player is Dani Alves. Now, mm. people, when people think of Brazil, Celestial, you know, uh, Brazilian soccer, which a lot of people mm. you know, start watching football recently, don't realize it from, you know, because of 82 and the, the, how it captivated Nigerian fans back then. People, a lot of people think of Brazil and their attackers. But for me, the real legacy and the real tradition is actually in their fullbacks. Absolutely. From the Santos yeah. brothers, yes, from the Santos yeah. brothers in the 50s to the 60s, to people like Nelinho in the 70s, and then from the 80s, they got really crazy. We mm. had Branco, you know, into the, into the 90s, we had the likes of Carrefour. At 94, we woke up, we had Carrefour. We had, um, we had, uh, the PSG, former PSG president, um, the left back, what's his name? His name um, is and then we why? had Jorginho. Why? 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 No, um, Leonardo. No, the left back. Leonardo, yes. Leonardo, Leonardo. Leonardo, Leonardo. Leonardo. Yes. Let me tell yes. you how good Leonardo was back then as a force. My friend who didn't like football at all, as in at all, prepared chasing girls. When I asked him who his best player was at World Cup, he said he was Leonardo. Anyway, going back to that legacy. So, and we had Jorginho, who was also perfection in itself before he got injured and Kapu in the final. And then we came to the 2000s, almost in the last 10, 12 years. And then we had Daniel Alves, we had Maicon, and we had Marcello as well. A lot of people don't realize that Daniel Alves, before, by the time he got to Barcelona, to me, was already a great player. He was the playmaker of Sevilla. Well said. Well said. Very true. Well said. He was yeah, he was authentically their playmaker. And to a to some extent, Marcello on the left became that at Real Madrid when they won that, you know, to play in the run and everything. But Daniel Alves it's um it's very hard to describe the joy when you're watching him, you know, and and, and just seeing what he could do. You I think that position is underrated in football. Nowadays, yeah. nowadays, a lot of fullbacks are retired wingers. That's why. That's why. You know, when they just see somebody, <laughs> yeah, that's why. Trent yeah, you see. Mm-hmm. You see players that. You see, you see players that when they are good going for. Like you, how are you doing, bro? Hey, I did. I, I, I had to switch from phone to laptop. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. All right. So when mm-hmm. when people see when people see players going forward now. You know, fullback. They say, "Oh, the person is a good, is a good fullback." But no, no, no. You have to know how to defend. So, mm. Mycon, Daniel Alves, Marcelo. To me, Daniel Alves emerged as the best. Mycon, I really liked when he was ahead of Alves in the national team. There were no complaints because Mycon could defend traditionally on the one-on-ones as well. You know, stand in front of me. Let me see what you can do, and he could also do a lot of things forward. But Alves, he was also a very key component of Barcelona. It was almost unfair the advantages they had over everybody else when you think of him. So if you try to take up some more time, these are my first. But um um Fram, Redondo Daniel Alves and Redondo. Yes. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, let's go. Um, it's funny that you mentioned Thuram. Because I watch because I, I, I love his son, uh, Marcos, the striker. I thought that about him that I like. I was um I, I I was listening. They, they played at the weekend. As they played um, Inter. Who were, who were they? They played um, Juve at the weekend, and I, it was a commentator that mentioned 
that at earlier in the sometime that the the two the two pairs remember that um both Marcos and Federico used to be toddlers when Marcos and uh, Enrico Chiesa used to play at Parma and Tuti you mentioned them uh, the Parma team but it's it's the measure of how how time flies that these two players are now big 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 important players for their for their clubs to say yeah so you mean you're you're three top three and I, I trust you not to take not to take as much time as um Gigi took. I'll I'll try not to take as much time, but but this was a struggle. I won't lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a struggle. <laughs> okay, it was a struggle. I'm still looking at my list, and I'm like, how how do I palm three from nine here? Yeah. But anyways, I think <laughs> I think I mean I went with uh, because I was also trying to you know don't don't think of some of the big names, and I said, ah, does that strike out Ronaldinho or whatever? But anyways, let me go with Javi. Uh, being my first, I, I, I mean, mm. and 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 ja- and that means a lot to me because Javi, the first time I saw him was in was in Lagos in 1999, and Tunji knows Tunji knows about this. I mean, this was oh, man. you already oh, knew that. you already knew that this guy was going to do big things. So I mean, following his career from there, and, and of course going on to watch him in in the in no camp and all all of that, the guy the guy just stands out for me. Of course, that then means. I mean, Andres Iniesta has always been my favorite Barcelona player, even though I, I'm, I'm more partial to Madrid. But I, I just love that little guy and what he could do. When I think of the two of them, uh, Xavi, the word that comes to my head is always maestro. For Andres, is magician. The guy is just, it was almost like, you know, the ball is, is an attachment to his boots and the things that he could do are conjoined in his head. And, and then seeing him at the World Cup in 2010, you know, decide that it was just like it was meant to be. That guy was truly, truly special. So those two, for me, stand out. Now the challenge is because you said three <laughs> in the first case was now. Well, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do the remaining two later. Sure <laughs> later, we'll yeah, of course. Yeah. I announced that I told me, who do I go with my 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 third and. Uh, I, I, I settled on my guy Win Rooney. I, 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 I had to go with Rooney. I'm, I'm Manchester United through and through. And, and Rooney, I mean, practically grew up in, you know, in my eyes. And for me, mm-hmm. I, I just love that guy to bits. And the things he did for United, he did for England, from his first, um, even before he, he had come to us. Um, mm. His exploits at Euro 2004. I mean, the fearlessness, the skill, the ability. You know, till the day I died, I believe strongly that had Rooney not broken his toe against Portugal, England would have won Euro 2004. I'm I'm with you on. I'm with you on that one, though. Absolutely. No, no. Waza was on fire. I'm with you on that one. It was unplayable. It was un- unplayable. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and for me that was that's one of the big regrets in in that entire England generation. He was he was absolutely incredible. And then he joined the, uh, United, stuff of legend. I mean, first game, hat trick. I mean, and every way, free kick, you know, everything was just I mean, the guys, you know, I think about moments and remember. Tunji, you won't like this one, but he's bully against Newcastle. You know, mm-hmm. 
some of these incredible things that this dude did and so for me i mean i have a i have a list but he he's my number three when i look at my top three that was a right. beast of a goal beast you know it was incredible unbelievable um i um Salah and, uh, Salah, let what? me let me chip in my own three i'll chip in the first one was i you know back in this days before mobile phones this was um just before Italian night, um, when Badju had signed for, had left Fiorentina to sign for Juve, and, and it was a world record fee at the time, I don't know, 30 million pounds or something like that, or was it 15 million? And then um, there was a riot. The Fiorentina fans yeah. went to the president's house and they almost went down the place that how dare he fell their Price Joe. That wasn't even so much the annoyance. The annoyance was that they sold him to UV. So that was it. So my friend, friend of mine who was in ABU at the time, this was in the days when Nipos was very good, sends me a letter from ABU that, who's this guy? Who's this bad Joe? What do I know? And what do I know about him? And then I start to write. As I was writing about him, I just realized how good and how much I knew about him. I was writing about that going into that Italian 90, he and Schilacci were the only Italians in the top 10 of the top scorers for Serie A that season to go yeah. into that. So Interesting. For, for me, Roberto Baggio was, Roberto Baggio was so beautiful to the eyes. He, you watch him play football eh, and you get this feeling that I can do this. I mean, is you think okay this is not that hard this guy makes this thing look simple and I, I always used to say to people that when you when you watch Roger Federer play tennis yeah. you want to play tennis mm-hmm. when you yeah. watch Rafa Nadal play tennis you go man this thing is too hard I can't yeah. do this so it's the same thing when you watch people like um Baju or much those of us here when you watch um uh, Marco Van Basten. You're like, man, this thing is not that hard though. If these guys can do this thing, so oh, my what let's see. So that was that was why that's why for me he he's he's I'll put him as my number one. Number two, not in any particular order to be fair. JJ Okocha. Augustine JJ Okocha, by far the most gifted footballer I've ever seen in the green of Nigeria. I can write a whole book on some of the things that JJ will do on a football pitch and I would think... You just took one of mine, Sha. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can all use the same thing. So, same thing. You took one of mine and Badger will come back to that. He's taking all three of mine. For, for, J, for, for JJ, let me just quickly add this. Sorry to interrupt you. Is people don't realize until you see him live and the first time I saw yeah. him at National Stadium, it's it's not something you can really describe. It was for special. It was special. Get, it's, it's, it was in, special. It's insane. No. In it's my insane. life, I'll never, I'll never forget that volley against Cameroon. In my life, never. Was, that, was, it's one was, of the greatest was, things I've ever was, seen. I was, I was behind him at behind the Nigerian goal, right on the other side. So I got the best view in the house in the stadium. When it came to him, we were like, ah, no, sky, and the way he stretched <laughs> the Cameroonian keeper with his weaker foot. No, we don't, we, don't, we don't have them. We don't have players like that again. So that's when you there's there was a, uh, unfortunately I can't here. There was a game we went to watch. We were together that 
him. Think he did a lot of stuff down below us when we were watching. And both of us look at each other like, is this guy, is this guy for real? <laughs> What's he doing? It was so, not love. That, he, that's, he is my number two. Number three is um, somebody that Yomi picked out, Andres Iniesta. When I used to write for Super Sports, I remember writing during you know, 2012 that one of the best sites in football is Andres Iniesta running with the ball. There's yeah. not, nothing as beautiful as watching it. You look at this guy that almost as if the ball, the ball, you, you know, we used to say it goes like the ball inside to his shoelace. But you know that this boy, this ball is too big to be tied to even Iniesta's shoelaces. But he would, he would just glide through. Yeah. He was something else. Poetry. He can make passes on the move. He can return. He gives you angles. Nah, this these people used to just make you go. Mm-hmm. This is ball. <laughs> this is ball. I mean, they make a quick one. They make a yeah, quick one. That. I mean, okay, the funny yeah. thing is that of all the footballers around now, the closest person to him is not a male. He's a female player. That Barcelona female player. That bonita girl. That girl plays like Iniesta. Pass and move, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pass yeah. Pass yeah. Pass yeah. Pass that, that's true. Fala, you, your three. Your three. Oh, players. I mean, my three guys. You know, as a die hard Barcelona fan, I tried not to be my Barcelona die bias here. I tried also. You know, <laughs> it's, not, it's not easy. It's not easy because, as far as we Barcelona fans are concerned, our players are the best ever. But I must mm. speak Ronaldinho first. I must speak Ronaldinho first. Mm. You know, because, I mean, that guy played football with so much joy, so much happiness, and what he did for Barcelona, what he did for football. You know, you just have to love him. I mean, for a Barcelona fan, for a Barcelona player to have a standing ovation to been about, he must be special. Mm, you know, he must, he, must, he, must, he must be special. Where Madrid fans themselves, they and clap for him. So, I mean, Ronaldinho for me was special, it was unique. Just sad that he wasn't disciplined enough to have a very long career, you know? No, no, but, no, 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 yeah. I remember Aki and I were discussing something when he too yeah. had gone to YouTube and was watching Ronaldinho and then he came back and said, God, if only this guy had stayed longer. So I asked him, if he had stayed longer, would he win more than World Cup? Would he win more than Champions League? Would he win more than True, true. Yeah. <laughs> but we have but we have more memories. You know, you know it's always you know it's always sad when you see I mean I think that's the that's the beauty of Messi and maybe Ronaldo too. The fact that the discipline to stay there long enough, long enough, I, and even I if Jamaica you, money. I said you need to one here. I said you need to one. I am not, not saying, I mean, like, Ronaldo plays, plays for the enemy, Madrid, but I would not, we've not seen this kind of footballer before. And he will never will. There, there's this popular gist, I don't know how true it is. Mecca, they said that after the 2008 uh, European Cup win, there's a claim that when they came back to Manchester, he went to train that night. I don't know how to treat uh, I don't know. Let okay, okay. You know, so, I mean, so for me, um, Ronaldinho, definitely, definitely, definitely. You know, since we see we can do two or um, two more later on, let me, let me pivot somewhere else. And a player that I've always loved, you know, and recently, you know, they were talking about, people were talking about um, um, Roland Araujo of Barcelona as the top, top defender. And someone was complaining to Maldini, and I said, "Please, sh- I'm a Barcelona fan. Please shut up. Don't don't go there." I think uh, Maldini for me was just something else. You know, as a defender, he was elegant, left back, went out centre back, that great Milan team. You know, 
Maldini, tall, handsome. He, I mean, it was just like everything you wanted in the defend in a player. Mm, mm. And he was also a fantastic defender. So for me, Maldini was one player I've always loved, always admired. I know, and and I put in my team every day of the week. Then I must do. I must also when you talk about strikers, you talked about him, Marco Van Basten. Van mm. Basten was something else. I mean, I know it's not. You know, it's so sad. You know, all the, this generation now that us you start to look at football. You know, only yeah. and you look at what what Van Basten. You know, Van Basten. I mean, those days, Syria are the best thing in the world, bar none. Where they, mm. the tackles were no, there was no protection for attackers. There was no protection. There was no. They took you out. You know. And they were, he was he was something else, and it was so good that they won Euro, they won the Euros mm. in '88. You know, so for me, yeah. if I'm going to pick my three for now, um, my other two will be easier easier for me to pick. But Ronaldinho, I pick Ronaldinho as a defender, just to go around. And then of course, Marco Van Basten for me, the best striker of his generation, Van on. You know, um, there's an when you watch that, I think it was his second goal, or was it his first goal? When that uh, hat trick against England at the Euro 88. Oh, it was something the, else. The way he turned to the other side out. That people were Yes, the way he chilled before before hitting the left footer across to the shooting. That was the poetry of the guy. Everything he did, there was some poetry to it. But nah, he, nah, he was not playing. I was really talking about him today. No, and Emeka. If, mm. Sorry, quick one, Emeka. Shall I? Sorry, quick one. Mm. I mean, if you get to go and watch his highlights in Ajax. If yeah. you watch when he was playing Holland, yeah, what is the goal was scoring even in Holland in those yeah. days? Uh, no, that guy was special. Was special. Best, Sorry, guys. My, my, my best Van Basten goal was the winner in the semi final in 88 against USSR. The one he slid from a young the, the stretch, the stretch, the stretch past Kola. My brothers, let's, don't let us go to. Okay. Don't let us go into <laughs> best goals. Though. We won't leave here. We'll ah, go to no, best goals. Though. Yes. But my best goal ever was um, Dennis Beckham against Argentina. Frank de Bois, Beckham control, Beckham and the ball in. I don't think you can score a better goal, man. That goal was something else, man. Goals don't they? Just work. That's that's all. That's all. your three. Okay, um, my three. Unfortunately, all you guys, I mean, it was inevitable. You have mentioned all my three already. <laughs> <laughs> but that, no, no, sorry, you mentioned two of my three. Um, okay, uh, okay. But, but let me first tell you the factors because you're going to hear one unusual choice. Um, okay. Aura or presence they had when they played, they carried on the mm. play. Successfully, they carried expectations or generational responsibility. Then mm. they have played on the pitch, character and leadership ability. My number one. Is Matthew going to take Ah, are you serious? Very serious. Ah, why, bro, boss, why not? Why very not? True. If he ended up in Europe, if he Very true, very true, very true. Bella, remember what the excitement and buzz he caused? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. I, I, I remember agree. at that time he just represented everything concerning football for me. And yeah, I, yeah. I spoiled all my white t shirts and got beatings. But I, I, I will write. Mathematical seven or whatever me seven on my t-shirts and I got well beaten. And then Popsi was a member of Shooting Stars uh, uh, football club, uh, so we used to go to watch quite regularly. Popinas Cup, all that uh, historical whatever. I watched one leg. So for me, number one was Shogun Degbami. You know, wow, yeah. as as true, a, true. defining. Then number two, you mentioned already Ronaldinho. Well, like you already the joy that guy brought. He made the boy oh. as if he was born 
to play and bond with the ball. He could yeah. do anything. Yeah. Smile on his face. And then I like the mentorship part of, of Messi. Yeah, I think very you know, important. I think um, not enough has been said about what he did because it is that's that's what greatness is about. Where you can uh, you can demonstrate what you can do, and then yet you can bring up somebody else and help and be a part of the story, a significant part of the story. Then number very three, Marco Van Basten. I mean, <laughs> I remember oh. we were playing Marco, Marco Van Basten. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, was, yeah, Marco Van Basten. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. You know the guy could That's stop. That's true. Any, That's true. I mean, anything could be a goal. Yeah, it was something you know? else. So, yeah, so those are my, my three. Yeah. Shola, Shola, I wonder how much it will cost if was playing football today. That guy, he, 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 all, all of them. Don't be able to buy any of them. In this crazy, in this crazy market. I'm telling you, 200 million, 400 million. This Mbappe talking. They just shut him down. <laughs> you know, you know, <clears throat> you, know um, you mentioned some basting goals. There's a goal he scored at them. Um, at the Banebu. Was he at the Banebu? Yes, the first um, room. I think it was the header no, from no, the No, no. Yeah. It was 1 1. His header was the equalizer. It was a diving header. The diving header, header from, from, yes, yes. From yes. the, it was, yes, yes. It was near the ground. Yeah, on the floor. He was on the floor. Yes. And he headed the ball. No, the guy was something. He was special. People hit. He was special. The bar. Everybody hit him two yards back. Yes, every bit of him, every bit of him was just geared towards scoring goals. I just checked his record now in Syria: ninety-one goals in one forty-seven games. Shala, and you know, if this generation sees that, they'll say numbers are not good. Exactly. You know, they will, because that's why you know I just hate this statistics that is coming to football. I hate the way everything is now. Uh, how many goals he has scored? How many it's, assists? It's how many like things? Basketball. It's like basketball. It, it, I'm American telling you, the American, that American thing has coming to football and it's killing yeah. our football. Exactly. You know, because, yes, yes. I mean, I was telling somebody, quick one, guys. I was, I, I was having an argument one. I said, listen. You see, it's not, it's not my son. It's not my stats. Well, listen. I said, listen, listen. I said, get Muller scored far more goals than anybody in this time. But the Germans were always saying that they were all said the best player in the world was Franz Beckenbauer. Yes. <laughs> he wasn't scoring goals. We understood football now. He wasn't scoring goals. He wasn't scoring goals. So his football is beyond just saying because you are scoring assists. No, 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 no. So I agree with you, bro. I agree. Sorry. It's nice you, Um, Tunji, your your other two. Okay, my 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 other two. Uh the first one is Viali. I'll come back to The second oh, one is lovely choice. The second one is the second one is is Baggio, which talked about. And for me, it's because between the eighties and nineties, right, there was there was a position, I don't know if it was eight or ten, maybe you can define it more better for me, eight or ten, where we had these guys who split us directly behind the striker. Mm. So we had Zico, we had Baggio, then it became Zora, then eventually Burkham, you know, yeah. Totti, yeah. those kind of people. Now for all mm. of them, their boss, of course, Zico, is the boss, right? Well, watching Baggio was Sorry, it was like an experience. Over over Zidane. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Zidane is pretty directly behind the striker. It was more of a ten. It was more of a ten. The others are better goal than Zidane. Anyway, coming back to coming back to Baggio. The goal against us in '94, the equalizer. I I have unfortunately seen it only once. It's only said. That was only said. What was only said? What was only said? It's only said. My point only is that I can never forgive him for my life. You <laughs> could have won that World Cup. You could have won that World Cup. I will never forgive him in my life. My point is that 
any other person in the world, you are the world player of the year, defending world player of the year. You've had a crappy group stage. You've had a crappy game. You're going out to an African team playing the World Cup for the first time. You've done nothing all game. It's the last minute. 9.9 out of 10 players in the world. When that ball came to them, they would have crashed it. They would have crashed it. It did not even occur to this guy to do that. So that's for Pacho. Coming to Biali, a little bit Biali. When I look at all these, uh, going back to the statistics that um, uh, I just mentioned now, we see we're hearing, we're now hearing, uh, Yomi, what's that thing? Uh, defensive, I know Yomi hits it, defensive striker. Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> Those are the, the fourth nine. Uh-huh. Non scoring forward. Exactly. So typically they are mechanical, they are physical, they are all action. Well, Bialy had all that. He had all the all action. Yeah, and, he he had, and he had a nose for a goal. He was yeah, he did. just he did. wonderful. And he could do special. everything as well. Yeah. I he remember in particular, yeah, that goal. He scored, you know, if you remember 1994 Minimum. He was wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. I used to dream of having Bebeto and Viali as a strike partnership at club at club level. <laughs> if I was the coach, that would have been so. Mm-hmm. Oh, add Bebeto to that list of 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 course. I knew you're going to say that. Add Bebeto to that list of of small eighty cents. Yeah, you already allowed five. That's my two. That's my two. That's my two. Do you know what? Um, before you mean before you come on, I think you mentioned it's fine that you mentioned them. Um, Bialy. You know, Bialy, um first time I saw him was during Euro 88. Yeah, when yeah. Um, his partnership with um, his long life friend, uh, Mancini, yeah. started uh, blossoming. And um, they they went into, their manager was Bicini. He used to manage Italy under 21. And so he was able to pro- um, promote a lot of the young players when he became the full team manager. And they went into um, Euro 88. And I remember the opening game. Going into the opening game, apparently uh, Mancini had not scored for a long time since he was played. So he and Mancini and Vialli started again. And then he scored Italy's um, opening goal against, um, against, against Germany. Now, he, the young Vialli, was not prolific, except for one particular season at Sampdoria when they won the title. He was, I think he, he scored 19 goals that, that, that season and they won the title. It was when he got to Juve, when he got to Juve that is, you can come up with all this, um, what's it called, um, montage of his absolutely sensational goals that he, he was scoring. But yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a good shout, you know what I mean? No, Viali was, was definitely a favorite of mine. I, again, I'm sticking to the guys I've seen. And luckily, someone has already called out JJ, so I can go further in my list. The next guy, the next guy I'm picking is Edin Hazard, and I'm talking about Hazard of Chelsea and and Belgium. My word, mm. the first that was good. 
the first time I saw it. It was that was special. It was March 2013. This this boy showed up at Old Trafford, came off the bench. We were buzzing that day. The whole stadium was rocking. We were 2-0 up at halftime. FA Cup match. Looking like mm. we're the way we think. The boy comes off the bench. <laughs> God almighty. Before he finished your life. He had scored one, laid off another one. He was looking like he was going to take over the whole thing and even run us out of town. The, the boy was that good. He was incredible. At, at, at his at his peak, he was... Yeah, he was good. He was on peak. The second guy for me is Karim Benzema. One of my favorites. I, I just love that guy. I mean, when, when I, whenever I watched him play, I, and I remember the jab from... Mourinho and all that nonsense, but hunting. Yeah, good hunting, yeah. <laughs> but he was always the way Karim played, the way he showed up on it, that is he, he always reminded me of one of my all-time faves, Zizu. They they had that same language. I'm on this pitch, it's yeah, it's my team down. Yeah, I can yeah. go anywhere I like, I can do anything I like with the ball, and when I'm ready, I will score. You know that kind of thing. But he was also a forward, and then you know, playing within in that BBC for, um, in that original formation with CR. Mm. And, and but then when he came into his own after after Ronaldo had moved on, I said yes. Now you are fulfilling your potential and everything. Karim, I, I absolutely love the guy. So those are my last two that I will call out. Your last two. Wow. I mean, I'm, uh, my last two. I have to just go back to my home. I mean, we're talking about Iniesta. Iniesta was for me. In, I mean, the guy was the guy was the guy was just magic, you know, magic. And somebody we spoke about later on that spoke about earlier, Danny Alves. You see, like I mean, you, I, you like rightly said here. When I can remember, I, I can remember one game, Barcelona, Sevilla. Danny Alves played us off the park from right back. I was first time. I said, can he right back be killing my team? We're trying to close him down. He will come, you know. So all these inverted fullbacks that were shouting as if it's something new. It's nothing new. You know, Daniel Alves, I mean, he was he was he was superb. I mean, I mean, many more players you wish you could call, but you know. I think I'll add those two for now. I'll just two for now. Ah, fella and, and, and Calvin, let me throw in something. You just mentioned something now, fella. You said mm. that um, that comment about the uh, what they saying about inverted fullbacks. Mm. That was full in our time, eh, guys. When we were doing TV work and analysis, we mm. would that kind of fact and juxtapose it with what's happening in modern day. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, those are the kind of things that we, we don't see anymore. And they just hear all, the, all, all, all those stupid stats. Rubbish. <laughs> Let me quickly, let, guys. Sorry, let me drop this for Shola to Shola just said I was with the Jamoto. We were talking some, I think last week or two weeks ago. I know Shola was saying that she said that some people walked up to him recently, they always walk up to him and tell him that that what the work we did then as TV pundits, you know, inspired this new generation of guys that went into sports. Yeah, because yeah. remember, you know, we were the first set of people to leave our private sector good fantastic private sector jobs to go into sports and thought we we're mad so you left you left Prudent bank you came to start with me i left um, system specs you know we all left we resigned from private sector jobs to go into sports you know and all that it was it was it was like new it was like you know 
it was unbelievable that we could do those kind of things. But th- those days, sports was for the dropouts. Exactly. If you're a dropout, you don't have anything to do. Now you're going to do sports, you know. So don't want to drop that in that. That's what they said recently. Absolutely. Thank you for that, for pioneering. <laughs> okay, well, so Okay, uh, I'll use a cheat code because you already mentioned my, my last two. What about Dubai <laughs> and JJ Okocha? There's nothing more to be said about those two. But I want to throw in somebody from Fela's side who I think... Okay. Romario. Ah! Hmm. You know, I, I toyed with him <laughs> and Ronaldinho. You know, I just wanted to... I just speak Ronaldinho maybe because it's still a bit longer, you know? Yeah. You know, but Romario was unplayable too. Ah! His impact was... I mean, it was, was special. It was special. He made you. I mean, special. All those stories you heard about him, between him and um, uh, Choir of about, oh, okay, okay. If you train, okay, let me go to nightclub. If I go to nightclub. Yeah, score a hat trick. Let me no. Let's score a hat trick. I'll let you go for your for your samba in Brazil. And he scored the hat trick in 60 minutes. And he pulled him off. And the guy flew on the plane. Really? You know, so the characters we, we, we enjoyed as, as younger guys, it was, it, it, I mean, they made football larger than life. And and brought uh, all of us through this journey of of sports and being ingrained or embedded in sports to 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 where to where we are today. And my last name, no no vexo remember my last name. I know you have to be Ibuzo Ihilegu. Ibuzo Ihilegu. Ibuzo was the goal scorer supreme. He was the, the most quiet guys in super in the Green Eagles squad in those days. He played the 84 um, Nations Cup, and that was the only major um, tournament. That, that was it. That was yeah. it. But his impact in the qualifying series up to down. But he would just pop up and score the goal. Pop up and score the goal until until he left to go and study abroad. So, man, <laughs> that's it. Then, I, so I, I, sorry, sorry. I, let me throw this. This last strong one in. Then I'll, I'll, I'll make all of you laugh. Then it has to be Wakilu Yenuga of stores. Wakilu Yenuga. <laughs> Edmaster himself. That's the real Edmaster. Yeah, that was really really good. Good. It, it's it's um, so funny that you mentioned um, the Hilebu. Um, it was such a funny symmetry that the day I finally made contact with him and we were speaking, on the phone, as I as I wrote in my book, was also while he and I were speaking, she was dying. Wow! Wow! While he and I were speaking, as that was soon as I play, put the, as soon as I put the phone off, as I ended the call, I phone, my two phones started ringing, and I was that was around two a.m. They were somebody was calling me to tell me. Akeshi had just died. And I just finished my conversation with Chibu Zahilewu. Which, is, if you remember, he played at Afghan 84. Where he was sensational. Yes. And he said, he told me that while they were, before the semi final against Egypt, was when um, um, the club that, um, it was PSG, Paris, they sent scouts. To the tournament and they called him and cash but that they told them they told them that they'll have to pack them in in front in ivory coast with the club in ivory coast first before they can then come to come to france so he said when he got home and told his um his family they told him he was crazy 
they have to go to school. That yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> yes. So that's that was how he ended up not um, not playing. Now my my last two, my favorite. I, we're going to do this in a different podcast before, but since we're doing it here, my favorite super eagle of all time, Samson Yebuwesia. Oh. Are you serious? Samson mm. Yebuwesia yeah. made you. Samson Yebuwesia made you want to play football. Samson Yebuwesia uh-huh. made you. You looked at Yebuwesia on the pitch, and you just realized that. Nah, I'm not going way I can describe it that in his own way, Samson Yebuwesia made playing football sexy. Anyway, he he could control the ball with every legal part of his body. Easily. I always ask people, watch Nigeria's first goal at Senegal 92. The ball was coming down with snow. With snow by Emeka Ezugo. Played a long ball into him between two centre-backs. Sergio controlled this ball on his chest as he was running. Yeah. The ball was yeah, dropping. Yeah. He was hitting it into the far corner. Good. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. Sweet, beautiful movement. And I'm sure, Shola, I don't know that Shola was with us when he made that incredible first touch against South Africa in Lagos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, on the right. Yes. From the air, from the air. Yes, that was too good a player. It's really, I, I, as one of his friends used to tell me that when he was coaching the under 20 the first time, when they were trying not to be looking at them, that what are you people doing here? This is how to do this thing. And he's in, in this body. So nobody could say anything to him. And then I'll continue with the with the Nigerian team. Steven, okay, Chuku Keshi. You know when special. he said somebody was, somebody was born to be a leader? Yeah, he this was. Guy, mm-hmm. This guy was he born was. to be a leader. He was handsome, tall, confident. Hey, hey. Hey, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me jump in here, please. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Nations Cup 1992, Nigeria, Ghana. Abidi was killing us. Abidi was yes. killing us. He was just killing us. I can never forget. He was just unplayable that day. I remember one move. I don't know if you can remember. He was going to beat somebody. Did, um, Ketchi just came, pulled that guy away, and Ketchi stood in front of him. The guy did it. He collected the ball, moved up again. You know, I, I kept that memory stays in my head. You know, Ketchi yes. was something else. I agree. I, I, I always tell people that if you hear so much about Ketchi and they tell you it was good, and you're wondering really how good was he, right? Mm. Go and get every match Ketchi played at Senegal '92. Ah, oh, he was, yeah, he was, yeah, he was, yeah, 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 yeah. he was, that was, he was so pissed to be in the Nations Cup. And he was he good was, in front of goal, he was good in front of goal. He was, he was everything now, he was everything. He was center back. He was everything. so good. He did everything. There's this, there's this NASA pass that Keshi played to Finidi George. And oh, right. cross pass. Oh my goodness. I remember that one. I remember that one. <laughs> I think from Keshi, let's take it back to Odegbami again. I think for a lot of these people, opportunity is something that they would have that really favored them. Again, if Odegbami got into you, I'm thinking back, 82 World Cup, just 84, who was better than him in Europe? 
Out, um, out, outside right. He could do everything. He was over six, on he was over six feet. He could dribble. He was fast. He could fast. score. He was Nigeria's top scorer for several years. He was he yeah. everything. Yeah. And in, in his own words, never, never miss words in an interview, he said he was trying to sound humble. Well, you know, he said he had he got to a stage in his career where he felt he had mastered. Okay. He yeah. mastered. He did. He did. He was yeah. it's good. The it's a pity that we wouldn't qualify for the, for the World Cup early enough. Yes. If he had gone to if he had gone to Europe, it should have been. I'm 100% certain they would have played him as a striker. Certainly. Hmm. They would have played him as they would have played him as a striker because you know in those days. And if we had by virtue of his physicality and Christ. by virtue of his speed. Yes, yes. We would have played as a striker. Sure. You know, those days you are strikers are expected to run the channel a lot. And he would have you know how they can used to kill everybody when Westhouse used to ask him. The channel into the channel for Kenya, nobody could catch it. I think that's what they would have done. I think that's what they would have done with them. No, Degbami was as super athletic, like basketball athletic. Now you said it, so my favorite Super Eagles player ever is Rashidi Akini. <laughs> you remember when we were qualifying for our first World Cup? You know that night is we used to go to the stadium together, me, you, Aki, and all those days. <laughs> I could never forget that it was key in those days, in those days. When we Super Bowl was playing, we knew Yekini would score two goals. We knew that two goals <laughs> must enter from. We knew a breeze. No matter what happens, Meji Mawole. Have you know, Zunji, Emeka, Yomi, that all of us were baptized in that national stadium. Oh, mm. no, no, no. no. Yeah, 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 as yeah, yeah, yeah. a crucial factor in our upbringing as in football. Yes, that national yeah. stadium. Absolutely. You get the stadium at 8 a.m. It's not, you get there at 8 a.m. You, you, you can't describe this to people now, they won't understand. You enter the stadium around 12. Then you now sit down for four hours discussing with all your friends that you know, the ones you don't know about what's going to happen, what's happening in the camp. They won't understand what you're talking about. They won't be the whole ticket now and tell that they're getting the match at 3 34. Because the match is at 4 o'clock and they'll be arguing. Oh. I, 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 I bought the ticket online. <laughs> so, so I should enter. I'm like, I'm just looking at them. I think, Jesus Christ. Let's go around the house and uh, wrap up. Um, I'll give everybody one more slot. Just one more slot. Um, you me? One more slot. Hi. Um, <laughs> uh, huh? I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> I can list for you, Nana. Wait, let me see. Um, and one, when when uh, when he was playing for the Eagles, this was my favorite. Um, Dan the Bull, Amokachi. So living wow. that for Nigeria, yeah, good. Mm. I, it was. And then when he went to Everton, that that FA Cup run, nah, the boot. That would be my final one. Um, Correctly, I'm I'm struggling for Amokachi. I'm struggling. The Nigeria lose a big match when he was on the pitch. Italy, he went off injured. I can't remember. You know his presence. My for me, it would be Kareka. You don't. You're not eligible to mm. play. You're not eligible Die. to play in three Footballer. World as Brazilian centre forward if you are not. Something else, and, and, and as they say, yeah. he could also be involved. It was in 82. Yeah, it was in 82. For Napoli, for Brazil, it was in the next year. It was something else. Kareka was something else. Yeah. 
Oliveira Kareka. That uh, goal in 86 in France, the opener. Uh, the commentary and everything. <laughs> Conjured in the shoebox, the build up. Yeah. That's my. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, one more. Fella, I mean, for me, guys, uh, I don't know. I mean, for me, I love him. I always loved him play. Edgar Davids. Uh, Edgar yeah. Davids was a player, man. That guy, Van Hal called him my pit bull. He was he was fantastic in um, Ajax because I love Ajax also. I watch Ajax. He was great in Juve. You know, um, you know, he went, he went to Inter too. If I'm not wrong, yes, he went to Inter. Mm-hmm. Got for two. No, Milan. Sorry, he went to AC Milan. Juve he went to Milan. Then he came to Barcelona for half a season. He changed Barcelona's season. That half a season, we're playing rubbish. Rijkaard was on his way out. You know, Ronaldinho's first season, we're struggling. He joined in January. We should have won that league title. We ended up second again. I think behind Valencia, if I'm not wrong. You know, but he was Edgar Davis for what for me, he was just something else. People, left foot, could do everything. I mean, I wonder how much that guy will cost in today's football, but he could do everything. Oh, Edgar sure. Davis for me. That's a great, great choice. And reminds me of the other great Dutch midfielder of that era. Clarence. 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 <laughs> yeah, Clarence. Clarence was good too. Ah uh, man, it was badass. I remember his first stint in Madrid. That I can never forget that goal that he, he hit from straight as an arrow from 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 middle of the pitch. Of the pitch. Oh no, Clarence was a baller. And then his yeah, Milan, his Milan time was just incredible. You mean? I, you mean? Correct me. I think he's the only player to win the European Cup with three different clubs. Yeah. I believe so. Unless I think he stands. I think that's a stop. I think he still stands up. I think he still stands. I think yes. Larry, your final, your final slot. My final, my final name was was motivated by choosing the character choice, and my, and my mm. choice is uh, Yoshima. 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 <laughs> 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 oh my God, that's no, that is. Ah, uh, okay, that's that's that's. I mean, football is just something else. Football is just something else. Wait, and memories that we can drop easily. It is absolutely crazy that Joshima arrived at Mexico in six World Cup, having not made his debut for Brazil. Brazil, yes. He made his debut at the World Cup. Pop up. I remember somebody writing uh, whether it was shoot or so. That just was thinking, why, why, what's this big deal about international? He can't score in his first two international games. Listen, um, gentlemen, thank you so, so very much for being a part of this episode. And I, I want to take this opportunity to say that this episode is also um, in memory of um, our brother and friend, um, Fusho Oke, who died on this day in 2016 the so continue uh, to rest in peace so this episode is dedicated amen, to amen, amen amen because he would have been here he would have been here to join us to discuss this probably have called a few sports players if I would have called um, a few Barcelona Alan, players as well a few <laughs> Barcelona players yeah and um, he would have called Gigi culture for sure but that's it listen fella you're me thank you Thank you all. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank Good talking to us. everybody. Yeah. Good connecting again, guys. You should do this more okay. often. God bless. We will. We will. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye.